Welcome to the City Life Podcast. I'm Tim Woody, the pastor of City Life Church in downtown Fort Worth. There is purpose for your life. There's a destiny you have yet to walk into, and there is hope regardless of what you're facing today. I encourage you to open your heart now to what God will be speaking to you over these next few minutes. Here we are tonight, and, and I celebrate you. And we, we, we're, we're here tonight under the banner of Jesus Christ. And, and uh, we, we're already having a good, t- good time tonight, but I got some other stuff I want to jump into. I, I, I'll tell you what I'm going to do tonight. I'm going to share with you some, just some reports. Like, that's one of the things I like to do at these meetings. I like to give you some reports, some information, some data. And then I'm going to uh, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about some of the just the, the stirrings in my heart, some of the prophetic stuff and some of the stuff we're working on as a church. And I'm going to share with you some scriptures and we're going to do a little bit of worship and we're going to have a wrap up time. But we're just having a good time together. So my my goal is just to have a good time, good fun time tonight. But first thing I want to do is I just want to give you a little bit of, uh, of information. I want to glance back at 2020. Uh, look at the Expand 2020 project and Heart for the House, which we did this last fall. <clears throat> we really launched the Expand 2020 program. <laughs> it just seems like five years ago. Have you guys felt that way? You feel like stuff from January or February of last year, like that, that was 10 years ago. <laughs> I mean, it feels like that uh, because so much has changed. But, but it really, it was just a year ago, if you were here, when there was a coffee shop in there. And, and I'm telling you, we were talking about it then, that it was a miracle that, that God had gotten that coffee shop out of here. But now that the whole COVID thing happened, could you imagine having, sharing your building with a restaurant during COVID? I mean, God worked a miracle. But that coffee shop had just vacated. And on this night, we went in there, we wrote scriptures all over the walls. Remember that? We just had a good time of prayer. And it was, it was just a fantastic night, just writing, writing things out as God put. And, and we've painted over it. We've had to paint over it several times to get that stuff covered up. But, uh, but it's finally covered up. But it's there, and it's, it's part of the building now. It's part of the building, what happened a year ago. But so much has happened. The Expand 2020 project, and just a thank you guys for... So many of you have, have not only given financially, but you, you've, just, you've done something. Whether it's painting a wall or scraping paint off of a, off a door frame or scrubbing floors or installing electrical wires, insulation, whatever you've done. That's, thank you. Thank you. Because one of the things I wanted to do with this project, we could have like spent two or three times as much money and had a bunch of contractors come in and do it all. But two things. I, I wanted to be a good steward of God's money. And second, because, you know, when you give, it's God's money, all right? You know, I want to be a good steward of God's money. But the second thing I wanted to do was, was for us to get, get our hands dirty. And we all kind of own it. And the thing is, when you do something in the building and you, you, you've actually created something or fixed something, you, you kind of keep going back and looking at it. It's like, yeah, that's, that, that's what I did. In your mind, you're thinking, yeah, that, I, that's, that's what I did. I remember doing that. It, the, you're, you're, it's like your blood, sweat, and tears are built into the building. And, and I'm grateful for that. But... A year ago, one year ago, we reclaimed this one quarter of the building, and we tr- began to transform it into what we call our foyer. And uh, just uh, some of the things that we've done through that, that program over this past year, uh, we did our parking lot restriping and the new thermostat system. We gave our security system an upgrade. We got a huge upgrade with security camera installation indoors and outdoors. 
that was a big, big, big project. I'm so grateful for that. Uh, foyer paint and the foyer paint and foyer paint many times over. Uh, carpeting in here, interior signage in the cove base and the mother's room, we built that out. Uh, the foyer, we, we demolished part of the foyer and repaired it. Uh, vestibule, we converted that into a storage room, and the kitchen has been converted into a team room. We've gotten new tables and, and these, these window treatments in here, so we don't have to have ugly black stuff on, on the windows anymore. You know, children's check-in upgrade, a children's wing painting. They, they're starting on that yesterday, but it's continuing. That's part of it. Backstage area has been cleared out and, and is, is functional now. We've gotten touch-free equipment all across the building. A foyer production system with that huge, we called it the video wall originally, but that giant big screen TV, which does so many things for us uh, now. A lot of different incredible things. And, uh, and live streaming technologies, the technologies we've been able to build in, you don't necessarily see those, but there are a lot of technologies that we've, we, were, we really had to build in to everything. We had, the, the cool thing is we already had a lot of this planned, but we had to upgrade a lot of it because we didn't expect to have to, have to literally do church online only for a few weeks. And we've chose to continue that. And with the help of, of uh, so many, so many people were, uh, so many of you guys are learning the, the, the equipment working and just making it better and better and better all the time. And now we've got the cameras in here and we've got the camera stands. It just keep the project continues to go. And I'm grateful for you guys because the vast majority of this is all handled by volunteers, by you guys. And I'm grateful to you for it. Uh, man, uh, the lighting and the lighting that works so that you don't look like you're just, you, you, so you can actually see me when we're, when we're online. Uh, the, the just new, all kinds of new software we needed for this. Uh, drums. And you guys like our new cool drums up here? Yeah. This morning, I was just having such a good time after church. I wanted to come over and get a drumstick. I, I almost did. I thought, I, I just like this part of me. I want to come over and beat on the drums. But I thought, no, someone's, someone's going like, to not, not like me for that. So <laughs> I don't know who. But I, I really, I just wanted to go. I wanted to play on that. But I know I can, but I'm not going to because the children will see it and say, now we get to because he's not a drummer. And we, oh. a, a few things, just to let you know, there are a few things that are still rolling that we've had delays on. Uh, one is roof repairs. That's one of the things that we, we, that's important that we get the roof repaired. Thank God we've not had any major rain over the past uh, several months, but we do have roof repairs. So right now that's in the hands of attorneys and insurance. So they're working on all that together and doing what attorneys and insurance people do. Uh, so we'll find out how that's all going to shake down here pretty soon. But our, our foyer lighting and decor, we'll continue to work on that. We've got a, got a team that's, that's handling that right now. But it's, in, it's all, it's all uh, volunteers that are putting this together. Some elementary stuff and some children's toys are still yet to be taken care of. But most of the things that we, we had promised are happening. Now, there were three things that we did say that we, would, that we had planned to do, but we've taken them off, Okay. One was we, were, we wanted some alley repairs out there, but the city isn't going to... City, we, we worked and worked and worked with them, and they came and they put a little bit of asphalt out there, did nothing just to try to get us to shut up, I assume. And, and so the, the only thing I know is that we can just, we just need to uh, just come out here in the middle of the night and dump a bunch of asphalt and then run away real fast or something like that. But that, that has been discussed, and if it happens, I didn't know anything about it. But, but the alley out there is owned by the city. There's not much we can do, but we wanted to set up a trash enclosure out there 
and the city's not going to let us do that. So we're kind of figuring out what to do with trash cans right now. So it's just a little weird. And then we all, we're also considering doing like a welcome tent out front. We decided just to scrap that because, because uh, there's just no need for it at this point in time. There may be later on, but it just, it's just not something that's urgent right now. So, so those are the things that are not happening. But I tell you, it's been a wonderful year. It's been a wonderful year. We did put everything on pause for several months because when the whole COVID thing started, we didn't let contractors in here or anybody in here to do anything because we didn't know what COVID was. We didn't know what would happen. So we were, we were extra, extra careful for a while, and then, then we've slowly begun to, to get more of the stuff finished. Now, I want to give you some other updates <clears throat> because, because people like to know, well, how many people are engaged with the church? What's happening there? What's happening financially? So I want to give you just a little bit of information on giving. Now, I think you guys have a slide for this, but in 2019, that's, that's a, a year ago, in 2019, our total giving from the church was $526. <laughs> that was it. That's all anybody ever gave. <laughs> we were all broke that year. No, $526,000 was, was given, uh, given in the year 2019. Now, of that $526,000, $82,000 of that was for the, uh, for the Expand 2020 project. So, so a big chunk of that was that. And so uh, 2019 was actually our highest giving year in the history of the church, but a big chunk of that was the Expand 2020 project. Well, our 2020 total giving was 475000 and we didn't have that mega project in there. Plus, we were able to get 37000 for the CARES Act, which frees our total up to $512,000. And in fact, last year was the second highest giving year in the history of our church. So praise God for that. Praise God for that. Yeah. I, I, I look at those numbers and I, I don't know how that happened because I really, really, really don't. I don't know how that happened. But, but I'll also let you know we're being very, very careful as well. So we're not on a big spending spree, spending spree and having a big party. And, and, uh, and we do also have funds still set aside so, so that some of the projects we've already have funds earmarked for, that's all, those, those funds are set aside and, uh, and do not go to Jordan's vacation fund. Uh, Jordan, they are, yeah. Sorry, Janet, Jordan, yeah. There is no vacation fund just in case you're worrying about that. All right. uh, let's talk a little bit about Attendance. Before you go to this next slide, just just wait on it. Uh, attendance is is a is a weird number right now because you can't even really look at attendance, and so we've had to talk to uh, you know church organizations to like how do we really put real numbers to this? And there are a lot of steps we have to go through to create it uh, because you've got people who are online, but. But some of the statistics that come up online is like if a person happens to be scrolling through and sees your video, well, it's like, yeah, somebody saw it. Well, we can't count that, and we don't count that. So it actually has to be someone who is getting on and watching it, or they're listening to the full podcast or something like that. And so we can get those numbers. So, so we have that, and, and so, so typically we would say, here's what our attendance looks like, but we can't even do that now. That's, it's just, it just doesn't work in today's world, and I think you can understand that. So... So we've used a different term. We're using the term engagement. And last year, last year in 2020, we had like an average engagement uh, per Sunday. Our average engagement per Sunday for the year was 265 people a week. That's our average engagement for the year. And I, that number is higher than what I thought it would be. It, it really is. I, I'm, I was actually quite surprised to see that. Um, <clears throat> 
But I'll just give you a little bit of a little bit of a story here. At the beginning of the year, we were you know we were rolling January, February. We're having our services and multiple services, and then all of a sudden, everything shuts down, just comes to a screeching halt. And and then we're trying to do services online, and then we're slowly bringing people back in, and it it just gets it just got so wonky. And then and then the truth is, us like most churches, this is this is actually a pretty common thing. There's a new new number that's out just. Came Came out this last week that most churches have seen 50% of their people disappear. Most churches have seen about 50% of their congregations literally drop off the map. And we're seeing similar stuff. And, and I'll tell you, as a pastor, that's, that, that's, that's painful. It's very painful because, uh, because it, it is a family. And so it's like if, if half of your family just disappears, if you you're concerned and you want, and you, you call or you text or you message and there's, there's nothing, there's nothing there. Uh, so that's, that's, that there, there's an emotional challenge there, but we have to understand that, that God knows what he's doing and, and we're going to, we keep moving forward. We keep moving forward. So we had our, our week of our lowest engagement. That was actually in July not a week, our month, our month, because we average about by month. That's an easier way of looking at it. Our lowest engagement month was the month of July. And July was, I, I can tell you, I remember July. July was really tough. Just, it just, feel, I could feel it. But that was our lowest engagement month of the year. Our highest engagement, we have just kind of the top three, so you can see a little bit of it. The highest was February of last year, followed by March then followed by December. So what we saw was a huge dip during the middle of the summer, and there's been a slow rebuilding. The, the, the dip, we, we, you know, it, it hit us around July and August, September, October, and we began pulling out of it into the fall, again into November, December, and then into this year, January and February, and we're seeing this, uh, like you see, December was our third highest engagement month of the year, and that number is staying steady and continuing to increase. So, so we are seeing growth in that area, and I'm grateful. I'm just grateful to God for that. It's again, it's tough to come up with all these statistics, but if we use it all and do it all the same way, uh, it does give us an idea of how many people were actually engaging on a weekly basis. Now, those numbers, the, uh, the numbers are interesting because those engagement numbers can go up by like 100 people in one week and down by 100 people the next week. So, so that's why the week by week thing is a little tough. It's a easier to kind of take it by one month at a time. But that's what we're looking at here. So we're grateful that we're just seeing this continuing to climb. But one of the things we are looking forward to is we're looking ahead to this, this, uh, this year. And uh, <clears throat> there's one thing that, that I have in the Church I Dream statement. I want you to listen to this. Most of you know the Church I Dream statement. It says, the Church I Dream is committed to the younger generation by raising up world changers, educating, empowering, and releasing them into their destinies. That's part of who we are as a church, educating, empowering, and releasing the younger ger- generation into their destinies. Uh, Joe DeForest, come on up here and grab a microphone. Uh, most of you know Joe. You see him on our platform. He has uh, he's also led our youth ministry. He helps with service coordinating. He does volunteer stuff here all the time that nobody sees. Uh, he, he helps us on the platform with, with worship and just a variety of things. You just, you name it, Joe's w- one of those people who's just willing to jump in and do this. Uh, I, I like Joe. Joe came here to us about five years ago or so. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah five years ago. Yeah, about five years. And, and now we are going to be releasing him into his destiny and some, just some cool stuff that's out there. Uh, because Joe is teaming up with the youth pastor from his dad's church. His dad's a pastor. Okay, from his dad's church, and they're going out to West Texas to plant a new church. I'm so excited about that. And (laughs) we've been we've been talking about this for months, and so you you know those early mornings over at that little that little restaurant, that little cheap restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, It's like I said, okay, Joe. Now let's talk through this. I'm going to try to talk you out of this. And so I would tell you all the things that would be terrible about it. And you just yeah. say, okay, God called me. I'm like, okay, good. Right. Because if he, if he can get through all that, then it's, uh, it's for real. But tell yeah. us a little bit about, uh, about Voyage yeah. Church. Voyage, that, right. that's, our, uh, that's the, the logo and the, and the name. Um, so, yeah, this has been a really, really crazy uh, decision mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but about... Let's see, I would say in July, uh, I began to feel like the Lord was really just stirring in me. Oh, so that was the lowest month in the church. The lowest started, month, yeah. and I just, you know, I knew Thanks, that that's when I need no. to leave, you know. <laughs> uh, but I felt like the Lord was really just beginning to stir in me, and the biggest thing I felt like God was saying to me was, um, you're not asking for enough. Wow. Um, and I want you to step out. And so I just began to pray about what does that mean to step out? What does it mean to expect more from the Lord? What, what does that look like? And, and so I also began to pray for more job opportunities and, and, and what I think God wants me to do. And uh, I got a call in August from a, a, another large church in Fort Worth and applied there and nothing really happened. So I was like, okay, um, I, I guess I'll keep praying. And uh, about a month later in the same week, I got two different phone calls. I got a call from uh, a friend up in Washington who wanted me to come on staff with him. Which is one of those other times you're saying, okay, Tim, let's go have breakfast again. I'm like, great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I and then, uh, got another call that same week from my friend, uh, Caleb Verdon, who was saying, hey, man, I want to talk with you. Yeah. And I've known he's going to be, I, was, I knew about this church plant for about two years. Mm-hmm. And our friends always joked with me about, hey, you're going to go, right? And I'm like, no, I'm not going. <laughs> and then, um, but I, I felt like the Lord had presented both of these opportunities. And I talked with multiple mentors, multiple spiritual leaders in my life. And uh, the consensus, almost every person uh, that, that, that talked with me was, Joe, the Lord is saying yes to both doors. But the reason he's saying yes to, yes to both doors is he's forcing you to say yes to one. Right, yeah. And uh, if you know me, I'm probably the most indecisive human that you'll know, <laughs> and uh, that's not a great quality. <laughs> so making this decision was really, really difficult for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, uh, what it came down to in saying yes to Voyage uh, was up in Washington, they could use me, but with Voyage, they need me. Yeah. And so I am going to be moving to Ballinger, Texas. We've got about 3,700 people yeah. in the city. And uh, I'll, I will be the associate and worship pastor oh, at Voyage I'm Church. So and happy so I am you. really, really, really excited. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, I love you guys. 
Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Trust me. I've never cried. My youth students know I'm the least emotional person you'll ever meet. Um, but I just I did want to say this. Uh, man, when I, when I got to this church five years ago, I was a very, very different person. Um, yes, some of those Joe bits are still here, but I'm a different person. I was very, very broken. Um, I had just lost my best friend uh, for since I was a kid. Um, lost in grief, just totally broken, didn't know where to look, didn't really understand what God was even doing or saying in my life. And this church has been the foundation of life change for me. Good. And I can safely say that and happily say that I'm being launched into my future a different person, and that's because of what this church has done. So it's been such a a wonderful opportunity to serve you guys. It's been such a wonderful opportunity to grow with each of you. And what's so cool about going with Voyage is your DNA is going with me. It's not like a peace out. I don't want anything to do with you. This is like, hey, like this is this is it's it's a part of yeah. of, of voyage. So yeah. I'm really excited. Good. Well, one of the things that we're going to be doing as a church is we're going to be supporting you guys financially. Yes, so yes, that's yes. A wow. really anytime a church plants, you've got to have money is very important, very important. And uh, and so we're going to be supporting you guys financially. I'm not quite sure exactly how that's. So we'll figure that out yeah. later. But but we we're we're going to we're going to be there with you. Not not only sending the DNA out there, but but we're going to be sending the finances as well. Back you, back yeah, you. We you believe so in much. you. We yes. believe in you. We believe in you. So God bless you, Joe. So we'll be um, we'll be officially launching Joe here in a few weeks. What I think? What did we say? April or something like that? Okay. Yeah. So like the Sunday after Easter. So we're going to have the, the glorious Easter arrival, and then we're going to send you away. <laughs> okay, yeah, we, but we'll be working on that. But we'll, we'll have a special we'll have a special time in our service that day of, of releasing him and, and praying blessing over him. But you you've been a blessing to us in our church. You really really have. And and even as we were putting together our eldership, uh, I know I, I I called on you and you said I'm not elder. I'm not older. I was like, well, you know what? But you have you have maturity and you have substance. And sometimes, and, and I believe this, is that, uh, you know, I, I, I do understand the, the thing of age. Age is, is very important. But, but sometimes God's hand is on a younger person who, uh, that, that God can use like you. And so you stepped up to the plate and you said, I'll be an elder. I remember like when your parents found out, like, how could he be an elder? <laughs> it's like, well, you don't know the Joe that I know, but I think, I think they know you too. But you know what? I, I'm just so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you so much for, for serving. Uh, I shared this this morning, but we are entering now into a what I see as a third period of this 18-month shift that God spoke to me about last March. And again, if this is new to you, I, I, I felt very strongly last March uh, that, and, and I, I even began to preach about this. I was, went back to my sermon notes. The very first Sunday of March of last year, I began to preach about this, that, that there's a shift coming, there's a change coming, and we've all got to be ready to go. And I remember everyone just kind of looked at me like, huh? <laughs> I, I don't even know what I'm saying, but I know what I'm feeling. But, uh, but I, I felt so strongly that, there's, we're, that we're looking at about an 18-month shift so that we can accommodate, here's the key, so we can accommodate what God will be doing in the future. 
And, and we're, we're about 12 months into that right now. Actually, we are right at 12 months into this. And, and I felt God also saying there was like the three different, it's like a triad, three different segments, three different periods. Uh, uh, it's like hockey. You, know? <laughs> it's, you, you have the three different periods, and, and we're moving into the third period right now. And, and this is for the next six months. And, uh, and it's interesting because what I wrote down and what I felt would be happening, and I'm not a prophet. You guys know that. Don't, you know, I'm not a prophet, but, but I'm a pastor. And, and, and one of the things that God, that God likes to do is God wants to give a pastor uh, direction regarding leadership. And so that's really what this is. It's not about being a prophet. It's just about being a pastor. But, but I felt God saying there's going to be massive cultural shift, and there's because, but there will also be a massive harvest ahead. I don't think the time of the massive harvest is yet, but it is out there. And we are to, we are, we're needing to reposition ourselves, and, and God's going to do some things among us that we wouldn't even know or understand and, uh, uh, you know, until this 18-month time period is over. But we're moving into this third period, and, and it's interesting because we're shifting some, several of our methods, but we're not changing the me- message. We're not changing our identity. We're not changing who we are. We are who we are, and that can't change, and that won't change. But some of our methods have changed and more, other, more things are, are going to be introduced, and I'm, I'm really excited about this. Uh, we, we moved through that first period, those first six months, and, and I, I, I wrote on my notes at that time, it's like, this is going to be the time of the wake-up call. This is the wake-up call where it's all about adapting and adjusting to, to all kinds of new, new things. And then beginning with September, September was a, was a time of moving into, uh, I call, I use the terms reset and regroup and repositioning. And that's about plowing deep and laying new foundation. And, and then we, uh, we're moving now into this third time. And I just had one word for this. This is the time to build. Build is the time. And it's because it's very interesting because even as I look at the, at the, uh, the, the numbers on uh, our attendance and our giving, it's, it's, now, it's very clear that that's where we are. It is time for us. We're beginning to build, which means it's the time for the redesigned ministry, for new methods, uh, and, even cre- and really especially creating and building structure for discipleship, which is very important, I believe, for the future of what God's going to be doing out there. I don't know exactly what God's going to be doing out there, but it involves winning. It, is, it involves people coming to Jesus, and it involves people growing in their faith. So what we're going to do is we're going to be positioned so that whatever God does out there, we are ready to go. And my, my theme word for this year is engage for the church. Now, my personal word is roar. I just like roar. That's that's me. <laughs> but uh, and, and some, someone made this shirt for me. Isn't this cool? Uh, I, I love it. So it says, it's hard to read upside down. It really, really is hard to read upside down. But it says, radically. Oh, what does it say? Would you just radiantly obedient, authentically righteous? Thank you so much. These two go together. Like radiantly obedient. Authentically right. I, I like that. I like it. And when I got this shirt, I'm like, I just love it. I love it. So I'm, I'm showing it off tonight. So I'm roaring, roaring, roar, 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 roar. But that does, that, that's me. That's what God's told me to do this year. I'm going to roar. Um, but at the beginning of, of September, as we moved into that second season of this 18-month uh, pivot that I was, that I was feeling, um, that was, I, I didn't know it. I, I really don't pay much attention to this. I never really have paid much attention to this in the past, but I realized, hey, this is the beginning of the Jewish New Year. 
And so it was the first time I'd ever done this as, as I, I researched, okay, what do the Jews believe? Because the Jewish New Year, that's actually God's calendar. That's the calendar God set up. Uh, we use this, the Roman calendar, so we all celebrate New Year's on January 1st, hooray. But, uh, but, but the Jewish calendar, the calendar that God set up, was set up a long time ago, and we are in the year 5,781 on the Jewish calendar. And uh, when you study the numerology, I'm, I've shared this with you a couple times, I, I, I began sharing this with you back in August and September and saying, this is where we're going. This is what this year looks like. Now, I haven't looked at this in a few months until <laughs> I looked at it again this afternoon. I went, oh, ooh, okay, this is, this is pretty legit. So I just want to share with you again, because here are the things that, that the Jewish calendar says. First of all, this is a season of cutting away circumcision. Was anybody in church this morning? <laughs> Circumcision was the topic of conversation around my table today. And then Elizabeth got up and left. But, <laughs> but it means it was, a t- and I really, I, I did not connect the dots until this afternoon, but it's a season where, of cutting away, but it's mostly spiritual. Uh, this is a season of recognizing and knowing that God has covenant promises, and we have to step into those covenant promises. It's a season of redigging old wells, which means you go back and you discover what has been lost, and, rec- and you begin to recover it, and you revive it. This is a season of prayer, and watching and praying, and guarding against the enemy. Prayer has grown in our church. This is a season to plow, and don't look back. Don't leave the plow, and don't drop out because you get weary or confused. Hold steady. This is a year, or is a season, or a year, where there's this, there's, you're, there are going to be separations of good and evil. In other words, there's going to be much clarity. Okay, this is good. This is evil. Wow, I have seen that. I mean, yeah. unbelievably, unbelievably. And as we see that, we are to separate ourselves from the things of the world that would hold us back from obtaining the victory God has for us. This is also a year where God will give us strength to endure. Only God, though. It's God that gives us the strength. We can't conjure it up in our, in our, on our own. I think this morning, as we were going for prayer at 6 or 7, whenever we meet Jordan, one of the things that you said is heavy in your heart for today is it's like, it's just trying to, people, you know, pray that people just lean into God. Let God give us the strength instead of trying to make it all happen. And that's, that's one of those things that God's doing this year. This is a season... This is a year where we have to surrender ourselves to the voice of God and listen to what the Spirit is saying to the church and then speak it out of our own mouths. So, and one of the things that God's dropped into my heart is uh, during this 18-month season is, and I've begun, begun doing this in a variety of ways, but I'm, whether you realize it or not, I've been teaching you guys how to hear from God, how to, how to obtain things from the scriptures and apply them to your lives because we all need to hear from God. I'm not the only one that hears from God for you. I hear from God for the church. But you have to hear from God individually and that's where I'm wanting to, us to continue to go because God's talking and I want you to hear. I want you to respond what the Spirit's saying to you and what the Spirit is saying to the church. I believe this is a year, as I shared at the beginning of even the calendar year, I think this is a year of suddenlies. And boy, we've already seen some suddenlies happen this year uh, where, where there will be just these intense, sudden, boom, things are just right in, like, whoa, what's going on? <laughs> Last week, two weeks ago. You know, and, and, then, and, then, and then there are also, it's not just negative suddenlies, but it's 
powerful God suddenlies as well, and I've seen those as well. And some of the things God's saying to us right now, church, is do not acquiesce to the culture. Just don't lean into what the culture is saying. And don't just get into the attitude of hunker down. I'm going to hunker down and hide until the season goes. No, actually what I believe God is saying is we're to stand tall because the sun is above the clouds. The sun is above the clouds, so just get up there where the sun is. You know when you get into a plane, and, and maybe you've been on a plane where there's, there's a storm, and you get through the clouds, like there's nothing up there, and then, whoo, it's beautiful up on top, and now's the time to stand tall. The sun is up there. There's a huge move of God that's ahead, and so God continues to tell us that we are to be flexible and to be nimble and to be alert, and, and we're only going to be able to fulfill our call as we're individually listening to God, applying what God is saying, and moving quickly when God says to move. Uh, we have walked through, this has, had, has been an unprecedented season, and, and I, I felt strongly at the beginning of the year. I know I had some people saying, oh, sure, I'm glad it's 2021, because that means that everything's gone from last year. It's like, well, yeah, last year's gone, but I, I don't think that means 2021 is going to be all peachy. And has it been peachy? No. But has God worked? I've seen some bigger miracles happen this year, <laughs> just in the, these first two months of the year, and I saw all of last year. So God is up to big things, but there are big things happening as well. But a part of the key for this, church, I'm going to continue to say this. Do not walk in fear. We will not walk in fear. God has not given you a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and that sound mind. And we're supposed to be spiritually prepared, and that's what I want to help you do. I want you to be spiritually prepared, but even as I shared last year, some, I feel like we need to also be physically prepared as well. In fact, we, one of the things I shared with you last Sunday is a lot of us, there was a learning here that we need to also be physically prepared, practically prepared for when stuff happens. And, and I, in many ways, you know, you can look at last week, what happened with that storm and all that. Say, thank God we're on the other side of that. That's never going to happen again. Oh, be careful. <laughs> Let's just, just make sure we're ready. Just make sure we're ready. And here's one of the beautiful things about our church. I don't know of anyone that suffered in an extreme manner. Now, I know some of you have gone through it. You still are going through it. Some of you are not back in your house yet. But, but I'm, I'm grateful to God, Donna. Stop laughing at yourself. I know you're not. <laughs> Donna was sending me these messages. Oh, Pastor Tim, I'm so happy I'm going home. Yay. And then she sends me all these pictures. I can't stay here now. My house is a disaster. Ah, well, Donna, we love. But... We're to be prepared because, you know, spiritually prepared, but also practically prepared. And, and, and God's also saying this to me regarding this year and where we're going as a church. This is a season for conviction over comfort. Which yeah. yeah. <laughs> was today's sermon, <laughs> conviction over comfort. And this is some stuff I wrote down a while back. But I also believe this is going to be a, a year of healing and a year of a release of the supernatural and, and uh, where, you know, again, a prayer is taking center stage. One of the things that we have right now, we, we have several elders that have said, I will lead prayer for the congregation, and we also stream it live. And so we're starting to do that five minutes prior to the service. So for y'all, partners, church starts at five till because I want you to join in the prayer meeting. That's the prayer time. So when you're here, I want you to come in and, and get, fill up the front. Let the guests fill up the back, okay? So, so don't make it difficult on the ushers, right, ushers? Don't make it difficult on the ushers, helping them try to find seats. Y'all just come right up here to the front because we don't want to have the people coming in late, you know, the guests, make them sit on the front row and have to deal with looking at me. So, so, but just come up to the front, and as soon as prayer starts, you just stand up and begin to pray. 
And what we're doing is we're creating this atmosphere here. Next Sunday evening, we're, this place this, we're, this is going to be a house of prayer. And we'll be streaming it as well. But we're, in fact, that's one of the things we've decided to do this year is we're going to try to make practically everything available online and in person. We want to we do that. And our technologies are enabling us to do it as we continue to learn better. We're not streaming this, but there will be very, only very few things that we won't stream uh, live. Another thing that we'll be doing is, is there, there's, there, I've already started the teaching on the cultural streets, and that's coming through the Tim at 12 right now, but I also am going to have that in another place, which we'll be talking about here in a second, which is called City Life University, because we're going to show you and launch the beta version of City Life University tonight with y'all, so we get to enjoy that here in a little bit. Basically what it is is a 24-7 discipleship hub. That's what it is going to become. It's, it's in the very early stages, but you give, you give City Life University a year, that thing is going to be packed, and it's going to be very interactive. There's going to be a lot of stuff in there, and I can't wait. I can't wait. You know, Matthew chapter 28, verse 19 and 20 is the Great Commission. It says this, Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. That is our theme scripture for this year, and it is about reaching the lost and discipling, discipling, discipling. What does discipleship mean? It just means that you're going to have someone else go alongside of you, and you guys are going to grow together. You're going to grow together. Uh, so our evangelism and discipleship is going to be uh, increasing. I, I'm, I'm looking to, for some cultural streets groups to launch this year, uh, looking for some connect groups that will be launching here in the next few weeks. I'm, I wanted to see some men's groups going. We need to see some ladies groups going, some couples groups going, and some family groups going. Uh, one of the things that, that I, I had planned on starting last fall was we, we were going to have a study guide that was going to come out after each one of my Sunday sermons. And I had, I had a person say, yeah, I'll do it. And then they said, yeah, I'll do it. And then they quit the church the next week. I'm like, well, that didn't help me. I'm not going to make you do that. And then I had another person say, yeah, I'll do it. And then they quit the, their church the next week. And so, I, okay, God, did I hear from you? I'm, I'm just telling you the truth. That's kind of what it, what it is. I'm, I'm not getting on to them because you don't know who they are. I do, you know. So I have to deal with that. But, but it's like, well, <laughs> but, but I've started writing these, and so I, uh, I've not been putting it out there to you, but beginning this week I will. And so what we'll, we'll be able to do is the Sunday study guide will go up on the City Life app probably sometime on Monday. And so you'll be able to refer to that, and you can use that for your connect groups or anything. So here's the kind of cool deal is it is people will watch the sermon, or you can even watch it with them. You can watch the sermon. And so like this week, if you were to have a connect group, you could go to the study guide and talk about circumcision in your, in your, in your group. So that would be a lot of fun. <laughs> Men's groups would be empty all that the whole week, all right? Um, we're looking at three different types of groups, uh, some, like, potentially some regional intergenerational groups, some teaching-themed groups, which would be where you do take the sermons or a curriculum and go deeper, and then some other types of groups that would have like free market, affinity, kind of like some interest-based groups where it could be like your, a season of life or a hobby or a topic or something like that. But, but, but I'm asking us that we are all engaged in some type of a group somewhere. We need that. We all need that. Uh, whether, whether you're leading or hosting or engaged in one or just participating in one somehow. So I want us to imagine when we get to the end of this little third part of, of, uh, of, of this 18-month season that I feel like God is taking us through, what does city life look like around September of this year? Well, first of all, I see us having some thriving connect groups, really thriving. I see us having people in our congregation trained to grow themselves 
and to grow other people. I see us having a thriving online ministry, which is going to continue to notch itself up where people can very easily connect with other people. Our goal is not just to get sermons out there. See, that's, that's nice, but that's not church. If you're, if you're watching a video, that's not church. I, I don't care what you say. It's like, well, I went to church today and I sat in my pajamas and watched a video. No, you didn't go to church. You watched a show, right? Right? I mean, that's true. Yeah. So, but when you're able to engage with people, and I'm going to be training us in this, when we're engaging with people, even online, then what, what we're able to do, we are connecting with the body of Christ. So we're, we're training teams, and some of you guys are, are, are doing the, the, these teams where you're, you're going online and you're helping out and, and you're, you're aiding people in the process and getting people connected while the service is going on. And we're going to see more of that coming up. Uh, I, I, and really, the way, the way I see the future is going to be working is Sunday is going to kind of feed everything. So it really, the, the week starts with Sunday, and everything's going to kind of trickle off of Sunday. And then we'll have the next Sunday, and everything's going to trickle off from, from there. So uh, Tim at 12, we started it the second week of January, and we have committed to running it every, every single Wednesday. So we're not going to take breaks on that. Uh, so I've been pretty much doubling up on the amount of teaching stuff that I'm doing. And, and that's great. I love it. Well, I want to see by, by September, City Life University fully functioning and thriving and very active. Uh, we're looking at connecting with one another online, uh, high levels of interaction. We're learning how to interact at a deeper level, level online. And, 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 and a goal of ours is for, for people in our church or outside the church to be able to seamlessly engage whether they, are, whether they are online or in person. They can just seamlessly engage and just be a part of whatever is happening. That's going to take some work, but, but we are well on our way to, to, uh, to getting there. And, uh, and, and just, just all, possibly, if our services, if our Sunday morning services continue to grow, I, I'm not looking to try to cram, uh, you know, cram 180 people in here on a Sunday morning, which could have been possible in the past. I'm not... <laughs> planning to do that for the future. So when we do reach, uh, reach a number of people where it's like, okay, they're just, uh, we, we need to probably, we need, we need to add a second service. Well, we will possibly do that. So it's very likely, I don't know, we won't move to a second service until we need to, but it's very likely we'll, we'll restart in an 11 a.m. service later this year, possibly by September. Um, now, one of the things that we are going to do, we are going to do that on Easter, so here, in a, here beginning, I think it's next week. Is it next week we start recruiting for Easter or in a couple weeks? But we'll start asking people to sign up, sign up to help or to serve. So like you can come attend a service and serve a service here on Sunday morning. So Easter Sunday, we will, we will go back to begin, we'll experiment with the two services on Easter. So it'll be 9.30 and 11 o'clock. Uh, and, uh, and so just a, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of things that I'm looking forward to. I can't wait to show you City Life University here in just a few minutes. But, but right now, I, I want the band to come because I want us to do just a little bit of worship before we move on. In Matthew chapter 16, in Matthew 16, Jesus was with his disciples, and he's, he's asked them, who do people say I am? And they answered, well, some say you're John the Baptist or you're... You know, Elijah, you're someone, a prophet risen from the dead, or you're this, or you're that. And, but then he said, okay, nice. But who do you say I am? And the disciples sat there and just stared at him. Boy, he put them on the spot. But there was one guy who just spoke up boldly. Now, this is important. He spoke up boldly, 
and his name was Peter. And Peter spoke up boldly and he said, I'll tell you who you are. You are the Messiah. You are the son of the living God. And Jesus like stopped everything. He said, Peter, on this rock, I will build my church. On this rock, I will build my church. What does that mean? Well, Catholic tradition said, well, Peter means rock. And so the church is going to be built on Peter. Well, God doesn't build his church on man. Now, on this rock, I'm going to build my church. Because Jesus goes on to say, you didn't get this on your own. You got this by revelation from God the Father. You're in tune with the Father. You are hearing from God on your own. And now you speak out the truth. You are making the Messiah known. You're making Jesus known. And this is the rock that I'm going to build my church on. And I'm telling you guys, this is the year to build. This is the, or this is this next six months is a season to build. And that means that it is time for you to hear from God. Get a word from God. You, I'm, I'm asking you, I'm begging you, be in God's word every day. Listen to what God is saying to you. I'll tell you what God's saying to the church, but you got to hear from God on your own. Hear what the Spirit is saying to you and begin to take this in faith and proclaim it and make Jesus known because there are a lot of people who are going to be coming to Christ in the days ahead. Down the road, God is getting us ready. God is getting us ready, but a lot of people are going to be coming to Jesus. And not just that, I believe there's a second dimension to this, which is which is underneath the people coming to Jesus, but I believe God is going to be healing people. God's going to be working miracles in physical bodies. So God, I, I believe there's a healing, if you want to call it a healing revival or a healing whatever, but I think there's a wave of healing that's about to come. But more importantly, Jesus is going to be made known and people are going to begin coming to Christ. People are going to begin coming to Christ. That's going to happen. Don't let this pass you by. As I shared this morning, I believe this is a season where now there's a separation. I'm seeing it in the church and it's, 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 it's really tough to watch, but I'm seeing it in the church. It's, it's what I call the separation of the men and the boys. Like right now, there are some people that are, that are blazing and they're moving forward and others are just giving up on everything. They're just giving up on everything. And uh, kind of hiding out, saying, I'm just going to do God my own way, my own, and I'm just going to stay by myself. I'll tell you, that is a recipe for disaster because that's counter to everything that's in the scriptures. And I'm not going to lead us in that direction. Good days ahead. Good days ahead. Faith, hearing from God, and making Jesus known. That's the rock that Jesus builds his church on. And what Jesus said is, I will build my church on that rock right there. And the gates of hell will not prevail against my church. It not, it cannot, it will not. Because when you start hearing from God, when you have that faith, and you begin to boldly speak, and, and you, you speak of the love and the life and the joy of God, then all of a sudden, the church, God is building his church on that rock right there. And it's going to work through you. There, there's victory ahead. There is victory ahead. And I'm asking us to seize that victory. Seize that victory and go for it. God has already given us the victory. We've got to get out and seize it. It's going to be good.
to impact the nations. God, we don't think small. We know big. We know there is victory out there. God, we we consider it a pure honor, I guess you could say, that you have chosen us to live during these turbulent times, to be people of faith, to build your church, and to be full of the knowledge and the glory and the power of God. What an honor it is. What an honor it is, God. What an honor it is to be your children, your people of faith. And we take this, we take the blessing of that upon us. And we're going to just choose to walk in this day in and day out. The spirit of discouragement and fear is not going to overcome God's people. Yes. People of this church are not going to be overcome with it. Yeah, we might get discouraged. We might get fear, but we're not going to stay there. Because you, God, you are undergirding us. You are lifting us to new levels like we've never known before. We just can't wait to see what you're going to do through us in the days right around the corner. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. You guys have a seat. Thank you, Elizabeth. Thank you, team. I know you guys had more music set up, but uh, I want us to get moving here. A uh, couple things I want to just share with you here. You'll, you'll see these little cards, and uh, these little cards that are on your on your, um, t- I, I told the guys, I said, I want tonight to be real, real low production. I really don't care if everything's perfect. And of course, nothing's been perfect. So that's, that's just fine. But you see these little cards that say engage with the vision here. Um, and and I, I'm asking each one of you to complete these tonight. Just put your name and your one word because I, I want to see it and pray over it. I'm, I'm asking you just for a, to, to fill out some other things, but I want to show you some stuff here in the meantime. But it, I'd, I'd like for you to let me know, would you be interested in leading a connect group, uh, a group leader, a group host? And I'd like to know your top two cultural streets, uh, like my top two cultural streets. Actually, I would say I have three top cultural streets. Mine is faith, of course, because that's, that's where I function mostly, but also with government and, uh, and family. But, uh, but mark, your, uh, mark your at least two of your top cultural streets because I'm, I'm looking to to blend this with what we have uh, cooking with our cultural streets training. Uh, I am, I, I'm asking you guys, you know, many of you, you just need to be a group leader. If you, you say, oh, well, I don't know how, I'm personally going to lead some training during the month of March and, uh, and, and get us set and prepared and ready to go so that, so that when we come around Easter time, we'll be able to launch a bunch of new groups. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, here, here's something that's very true. Listen carefully to me. We are now having people visiting our church like new people visiting our church like every Sunday. And and the, one of the first questions they ask is, I'd, I'd, I'd like to get, how can I get involved with a group? I want to get involved with some other people. I want to grow. I want to get to know some other people. I want to grow. And and we know that's that's where we, we need to go. That's We know we need these groups. I'm, I'm going to be leading a men's group. So I'll let you guys know that right off the bat. I'm looking forward to, to gathering a few men around, and we're going to have a good time getting into God's Word and getting in each other's faces. That's, that's always kind of fun. But uh, but I'll be I'll be leading a men's group here, uh, this uh, starting probably late March or or in, into April. But that you'll be hearing more about that. Um, if you but if you if you're interested in being a group leader, just mark it, you, and we'll figure something out. We may team you up with someone else, or we'll I'll talk you through it. So it it is it's it's fun. It's fun. 
And if you get into it and say, oh, this isn't something for me, okay, then great. Well, you know, we can, we can face you out. So <laughs> that's easy. There's not not, nothing tough about that. You might as well have fun. This is church. We're family. And we're family. You can't mess up too bad with family. And if you do mess up, you just get a big hug, and we just, we just keep, keep going right along. But I do want to talk to you a little bit about, we'll get these filled out here, but I do want to talk to you a little bit about City Life University because this is something we've been working on behind the scenes. Uh, one of the things I've been doing is taking the Timot 12 uh, uh, teachings that we've been doing and, and packaging them into different categories. And, and once, I, I think it was last, last September when I realized, really, I need to use the Timot 12 to, to create content that would eventually go into City Life University. And so City Life University is still in the process of being built. It's in beta right now, but you're going to get to see it. So if you will go ahead and take the City Life app and open it up, and if you don't have the City Life app, I, I don't even know how you can hear from God. I, I, I don't know if God can speak to you right now, but uh, that, that was a joke. But, but I would love for you to pull up the City Life app. And, and always when you pull it up, always hit the little refresh button. You should see a little thing that says refresh because the news feed changes constantly. So the news feed is what you see at the, at the top. And I think like the third thing down, I don't even have mine with me, but I think the third thing down is you'll see City Life University. You guys see that? Yeah. Yeah. So, some of y'all starting to see it? Some of you are downloading the app because I, I knew this moment would happen. All right. Yeah, here it is. Oh, yeah, it's the second one down. Look, we got bumped up. So it says CLU, City Life University. And... Uh, well, some of you are already clicking it and having fun with it, but it says partner portal. It says if you're a City Life partner, log in to the all-new City Life University. Uh, see details. Well, click the see details, and that's going to take you over to the City Life University. And this is also going to fun- this functions through our website too, and there and so you can use it on a website. You can use it on a per- on a browser inside your your deal. And Jordan, here in a few minutes, you're going to have to help help explain some stuff too because you're smarter about this than me. Uh, so what is City Life University? This is right here. City Life University is an interactive online portal where City Life partners go for volunteer and leadership training. So just pause there for just a second. So it's not all set up this way yet, but if you want to be an usher, you'll be able to go into City Life University and take an usher training. You want to be a greeter or you want to be a, be a connect, small, small group or a connect group leader, you'll be able to get the training right in here 24-7 whenever you, you want it. Uh, it's still being built out, but you'll get Bible teaching, equipping for ministry, cultural streets training, discipleship tools, and much more. So again, I see this by September, and especially within a year, having a lot of content on here. Uh, City Life partners will all have private accounts to access teaching and training, as well as the ability to participate in a private online discussion board. And I, I, I think we probably need to change that word so it's kind of like online community. We'll be able to pers- uh, online community. I'll just pause here for a second. I do have pastor friends, and we talk. We talk. Uh, we don't talk about y'all because it's, I don't know y'all. It's like, but we talk about what's happening in the world, and and. I, I'm not. I'm not a fear mongerer. I'm not. I don't. I'm not afraid of stuff. But but there's there's this there's a lot of weirdness going on right now. And and online content, we have to understand. It, if you put it out on Facebook, YouTube, it doesn't belong to you. So so I put if we my sermon went out today on YouTube, but that doesn't belong to us. It now belongs to Google. So we put out our sermon on Facebook. It doesn't belong to us. It now belongs to Facebook. So that's why we, we use those, and we're going to continue to use those, but we also use the City Life app because that belongs to us. So, and we have had it in the past where Facebook just decides, oh, we don't, we don't like what you're putting out, and so they cut it, and that's happened before. 
One time they, they cut one of our services and it was gone because they didn't like what we were putting out. We got reported. Do you realize that? A person can report your live stream service and it shuts down. And it took us, it took us several days to get it back up. They had to investigate and check in. Say, oh, yeah, we realize you didn't really do anything very bad. So this is a weird season. This is a very weird season. And listen carefully to me. The government is voting on some legislation right now, which, which is going to, it's already passed the House of Representatives. It's going to the Senate, which is going to, it's called Equality Something Act. And, and, uh, and I'm not really excited about it because it could put us into some very, very challenging places as a church. Very challenging places, forcing us to do things that are against our, against our faith. And, and, uh, and you might say, oh, that wouldn't happen. That wouldn't happen. Well, my, my pastor friends in Canada said, oh, that wouldn't happen, and it's happening to them. My pastor friends over in the Netherlands, they said, oh, this would never happen, but it's happening to them. And it is a difficult place to be. But if this, if this passes, there could begin to be a lot more problems with, with simply getting the gospel out. So, for example, if I were to preach a message that, okay, because the big thing right now is LGBTQ, and there may be more letters now. But if, if, if I were to preach a message that, where I just read a scripture, that can be called hate speech. Now, don't say, oh, that would never happen. It's happening to my friends. Not in the United States yet. But the way it's getting set up, it could very likely happen. Now, I'm not afraid of that. I'm not afraid of that. It's like, well, come on, you know, put me in jail. I'll just be a Paul. But uh, I'll do sermons from jail. But, but it is, it's a reality. It's a reality. And we have to be smart about what's going on. So, uh, for example, here's another weird thing. And I, and I, and I, I shared this with the elders. It's like, this is weird. I tried uh, posting. Uh, someone had found this wonderful article on fasting and prayer. And I was going to use it as part of our teachings. We tried to post it on Facebook. And Facebook said, no, we don't allow this particular thing on Facebook. And I tried to protest it. And I tried and tried and tried and tried. Finally got like 15 steps in. I spent about 20 minutes doing it. Got to the very end of it and said, okay, well, we'll try to review it. But, you know, whatever. Of course, they never approved it. So, so there are things now that cannot be, and I was like, look, like what is in this that they don't like? Facebook just said, we don't like this article. This is the beginning of this kind of stuff that's happening. It's just happening in little places here and there. But, but I'm just telling you guys, I need a place where I can talk to you guys about real issues and not worried about government censorship or even uh, uh, other businesses censoring us or fact checkers or people who are out there who have nothing to do with our church who happen to see the content and don't like it and flag it. That is happening to us. Not, not on a huge level, but it is happening to us. So it's time for us to take a step to create an online community that's not Facebook. We're going to keep our Facebook stuff. We're going to keep our YouTube stuff. We're going to keep all that stuff. We'll do it. We'll use it as long as they'll let us on their platforms and enjoy it. But we're creating, we're using something new for an, for an online place just for partners. So this is not the City Life E community, but it's just for City Life partners. That means people who have committed to this church where we can talk honestly, we can talk frank, we can put, put prayer requests out there, we can, we can be ourselves and not worry about being censored. So that's part of what we're putting together. That, that is going to be within the City Life app. 
we're experimenting. We found a platform that we believe is going to work well for us, and if it doesn't work, we're going to find something else. But we've got to start experimenting, so we're asking y'all to be the guinea pigs. So Jordan's going to help you get started on that here in just a few minutes. But, but you guys are in here. So that, that's what we mean by this, where it says online, private online discussion board. It's going to be a discussion board, but it's really more like a private City Life Partners online community. So the City Life Partners Facebook group is going to, in a few weeks, go away. It's going to go away, and it's going to be replaced with this, where we will actually have full freedom of speech. And we're not going to have to... Because here, here's the truth. If one of you say something on our private Facebook uh, group that, a, that someone who's looking at it over in Pakistan, and literally it does happen in Pakistan, doesn't like what you posted in there, they can shut our entire thing down. They can shut, they can shut the entire Facebook group down. And this is happening. It just hasn't happened to us. But we're going to go ahead and take our partner's information. We're going to put it into a private place where we're not going to have to worry about that, okay? So I just think it's a wise step for us to take. And, uh, oh, I don't need you yet. You can go sit down. Um, it says, if you've not yet received your login credentials, yeah, you can, did, did people get their login credentials already? It's on your special card. Okay, you guys have got there, so you can go ahead and log in to City Life 101. Now, while you're getting logged into City Life 101... Okay, actually, it, says, it says log in and City Life 101. Now, here, you, the reason I'm showing you this is so that you can help others because I'm going to need, we are now going to have to function as a community more than just a pastor telling everybody what to do. You guys are going to get to help pastor some people too. So City Life 101 is replacing our partnership uh, or the welcome to church or partnership lunch, the partnership thing, okay? So we're, we're replacing it with something called City Life 101. So if you click this, that little button. It takes you to the partner login thing. But if you scroll down a little bit, you're going to see this little thing that says uh, City Life 101. There's an introduction video. And then there says complete City Life 101, which that, that button will end up being underneath it. But, uh, but there's that. And, there's, and if you scroll down to the very bottom, you're going to see something called the Believer's Path. So these are two introductory videos that are going to help people to connect with City Life Church, help you to know how to begin to serve Christ and, and, and give you a quick introduction to, to City Life Church. So I want us to play, this is, a, this is a little short introductory video. Instead of you guys taking the time to watch it right now and trying to figure out what I'm saying, we're going to look at the City Life 101 introduction video because this is what your friends will see and new people in the church will see this as they begin to go through City Life 101, which is our new membership Well, class. hello. My name is Tim Woody, and I'm the pastor of City Life Church in downtown Fort Worth, and I want to welcome you to this quick little introduction video. This is kind of a little introduction to the church and, uh, and City Life Partnership. Now, now, let me tell you what City Life Partnership is. That's where a person just says, I want to be a part. I want to be a part of what God is doing in the heart of our city and what God is doing through City Life Church. And I, I want to be discipled. I want to grow. I, I want my gifts to be used by God. So that's what partnership simply is. And so City Life 101 is really the, the portal that we use to give us access into partnership. Just a little bit about the church. Uh, we started in 2011. We had a grand opening in September of 2011, and God has just been blessing our church ever since. And we're so blessed to own property right in the heart of downtown Fort Worth. And since the very beginning, our vision statement has been a simple three words, making Jesus known. 
That's it. Because that's what we're about more than anything else. We want to make Jesus known to the community, to our families, and to the people around us. That's part of what God calls us to do. We also have our mission statement, uh, which is important to us as a church, is we're all about developing followers of Jesus who shape and impact culture because we want to make a difference in the world. We don't want to just practice our Christianity privately, but we want to make a difference in the world. So we believe that that because God is in us, he wants us to shape and impact culture. A lot of that has to do with our cultural streets information, which is inside of City Life University. We are a church that is Bible-based and we're Jesus-focused. Our, our culture, we have uh, five different aspects of our cultural uh, characteristics that our, that our leaders have come up with. And first of all, we believe that, that, uh, that we're really people of glowing authenticity, which means we're real. Grace-filled warmth, magnetic energy, contagious happiness, and vibrant servanthood. That's really what you will find when you hang around City Lifers. Well, let me tell you a little bit about City Life 101. <clears throat> You will find there are four videos. These are sessions. These are modules that discuss who we are as a church, and they focus on our four values. Now, there are accompanying notes that go with each one of these, and each segment lasts anywhere from 15 to 20 minutes. It's a total of about an hour, 15 minutes. So it's, it's really easy to be able to knock this out in just one sitting, really. And then at the very end of that, uh, you when you're finished with all of those videos, you'll have the opportunity to take a brief quiz. Now, it, nobody's going to see your results. Nobody's going to even know that you took it. So we set it up that way so you can see it yourself. But the reason for that is that you will be able to have a little bit of a feel of, of whether you grasped some of the, the core concepts of who we are as a church. And it's a little bit of fun to take the quiz also. So don't be afraid of that at all. But it is, it is kind of fun. And then after that, you'll be able to take go ahead and complete the partnership application. And as soon as you complete that partnership application, that will come to the City Life offices and you'll be contacted. Someone's just going to very simply discuss some next steps and uh, you'll be given a password and access to City Life University. Now, in City Life University, You'll find this is uh, an interactive online portal that continues to grow week by week. It's where City Life partners go for volunteer uh, training, leadership training, for Bible teaching, uh, equipping for ministry, cultural streets training, also discipleship tools, and a whole lot more. Every City Life partner has a private account so they can access the teaching and, and the training. Plus, everyone is also able to participate in our private online discussion board forum, our online community just for City Life partners. So we feel it's very safe. It's not filtered by any, uh, any other organizations like Facebook or anything like that. And, and it, it's a fantastic place for us to share prayer needs and, and to really share what, share the heart of what's happening in our church. So I just want you to dive in. Okay, so please understand, this is all on an honor system. So uh, just, just watch the four City Life 101 sessions, download the notes, and take the quick brief quiz. You won't be graded. We won't see it. We won't see anything. And complete the partnership application. Now, if you've not yet made a commitment to follow Jesus Christ, or if you're new to faith, I would like for you to first watch a, a separate talk that I have on here called the Believer's Path. You can go ahead and click on that and get the notes for that as well, because this is going to help you to know uh, the important next steps that you should take in your walk with God and following God and what those steps look like. 
So just know this, my staff and I, we are happy to guide you, excited to guide you and to assist you in the process. Uh, just let me know. Let me know that you've started City Life 101. And if you have any questions, you can email me. My email address is tim.w at citylifefw.org. I'll share it with you again in a second so you can jot it down. Tim.w at citylifefw.org. O-R-G. Uh, so feel free to check in, say hello. I want to engage with you. I want to get to know you. I look forward to meeting you also and, and getting to know some of, the, some of the deeper passions in your heart so that we can grow together and really make Jesus known. Again, my email address, email me, T-I-M, Tim, dot W, Tim, dot W at citylifefw.org. RG. God bless you, and I look forward to connecting with you and engaging with you on a personal level. Okay, so... Well, hello. My name is Tim Woody. Oh, no, 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 no. No, uh, but, but if, you, if you go into that one, it says Complete City Life 101. We probably need to change that to Launch or Start City Life 101. Uh, but there are little verbiage things in here. This is still beta. But, but if, you, if you click on that, if you can find that, that y- yellow button... It takes you to the four sessions. Now, if there's a person in in the church or a person who's new here and you are in a relationship with them and you're discipling them, you can send them to watch the Believer's Path video and you can also get them started with City Life 101. They can go through these four modules. It's very quick and easy. At the very end, they get to take the quiz and apply for partnership. When they apply for partnership and we get that application, we're going to set up a meeting with them. It may be in person. It may be online. We'll probably include some of the elders in that. And we're going to be getting to know them and help them to find their place in ministry. So this is going, it's no longer going to be an event where we have partnership. It's going to be all the time all the time. And, and we'll be able to take people in as quickly as possible because that's always been an issue with us. And now that is going to be fixed. But here's what I want you to do. I want you to go find the place where it says City Life 101 quiz. Have you found that? Find it real quick. Find the City Life 101 quiz. Okay, you got to be in the City Life 101 section. And as soon as you do that, launch the quiz. And guys, just take the quiz real quick. Okay, it's a, I think it's 16 questions. Real easy questions. All multiple choice. And... See how many you get. Let's see. We'll just see how many you get wrong. That's more fun. It's like how many you get wrong instead of right. Yeah. It's really fun and easy, but you'll see, because I want you to experience what other people will experience when they get on here. Take the quiz. Ready? Go.
Y'all having fun yet? We have to have crazy answers in there. Some of those, those little, you have to have fun. That's why it's fun. If you guys can't see the ones that are funny, then you just watch the videos. It may help you can figure out what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Okay, this is, how, how many of you are finished with it? Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, okay. I, actually, I, I wrote it, and I know there's still some few little errors in there, but I wrote it so I, I can rip through it pretty quick now, but it's fun, isn't it? Okay, uh, how many of you, about, about half of y'all were finished earlier. Some of you, you're, you're mad because I just put you back in school again. Like I ended this a long time ago and now here I am. What are y'all doing? Having family time back there or something? Okay. Are you giving them the answers? Stephen, please deal with them. Okay. How many of you guys, how many of you guys got, how many of you got them like all right? All right. See, see how easy that was? Yeah. You put, put your hands down. How many of you got like one wrong? It, it could happen. Yeah. It could happen. One or two or three wrong. Uh, I, I did one, one time I took it and I just did random answers and I got like, I, there's 16, I got 15 wrong and one right. So it is possible to like fail the test. Now, now this, is, this is an example of what you're going to see throughout the City Life University. It's not all set up that way yet. Now, if you, once you log into City Life University, so this is the City Life 101, all that does is that gives people access. That ma- makes them a partner. Once you're a partner, you get the login credentials, and you can go to City Life 101. Now, for example, if you're a key team member, you're going to see key team, a key, an area for key team training. And I don't think we have that training up yet. Do we? We just have, like, the slot for it. Yeah. But, but you'll, you'll, there'll be an area for key team training. So if you're asked to be a part of the key team, or you are, then we will unlock that for you. Click, click. It's going to be kind of cool. So everybody won't see that. If you are an elder right now, or if you're, or if you're in the process of becoming an elder, then you're going to have access to the elder training. So, so not everybody sees the same thing. And it, it depends on where you are in the organization, and you're going to get to see and experience more. And again, this is going to continue to grow. And there will be a lot of quizzes and things in there. Now, uh, and we're going to ask some of you guys to help us out with this as we, as we continue to grow it, and that's, that's yet to come. One of the things, though, that, that I want to... Uh, uh, I want to ask y'all to do is, is, uh, is if you've not yet started engaging with, if you've not been able to be a part of the Tim at 12 of the cultural streets training, which I started in January, please go ahead and get into that right now. That is, that's probably the most important thing that we're doing right now in our church. And that's something I encourage every one of y'all to do. So you, since you already have access, if you're a city life partner and you're here, you already have access and you can get in there and you can start doing the, uh, the cultural streets training. We don't have the quizzes set up for that part yet, 
but, uh, but you can jump into that and begin, begin going through that training. And I think it'll be very, very helpful for you. Okay, now there is this one other little component, and this is where Jordan needs to come talk to you, the, the online community. So Jordan, uh, and I know I'm wanting to get you guys out of here real quick, but Jordan, can you talk to us a little bit about that, what that looks like and where to find it? Yes. Uh, so right here on when you log, right when you log into City Life University, you'll see uh, the top button there. It's called Choir. And that is a that is a platform that is designed specifically for. Let's see choir. Oh well, you just go. You're already logged in. Okay, so just go, go to there. Clue homepage. Yeah, there and you go. Clue is City Life University, right? Yeah. Okay, and choir is C H O Y R. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. So uh, C L U is an abbreviation that I put in some places after there's an explanation of what it is. So choir, that is a place where you can go, and it's very much. It's very familiar. It's very. It's set up very much like Facebook is set up. So it's something that once you set up your your um, your profile or you set up your login, it it interacts and feels very much like Facebook. But it's set up specifically for churches, and it's designed for us to be able to have that communication uh, type of communication with each other. And, and like on that community basis, you can set up groups. You can have groups for. Um, Connect groups, other types of groups. You can create them yourself. There are some that we'll set up uh, already. Some of them will be for key team. We'll have a group for elders, and it's a way, it's a place that we can communicate off of Facebook. Uh, so it's but it's got that that feel for it. So it's very much a conducive replacement for the partners Facebook group. And when you when you click on it, obviously you know one or two of you I think may already have a login for that, but most of you do not. So at the bottom there, there's a button that just says sign up as a new user. You create your, your profile, and it automatically gets you connected with our organization. So this is not the same as a, a, a widely public uh, general login. This is specific to our church. Mm-hmm. And um, so when you, when you get logged in, you know, I don't know if any – has anybody already set up their login for that? Not yet? Okay. So it just takes a minute if you want to go ahead and do it. But the first thing you'll see when you get you save your profile, you've got a, a general post page, very much like the Partners Facebook group. You can make comments. You can make posts. You can share media. You can you know, share pictures, videos, whatever. There's also a tab right there available for prayer requests as well, so you can submit those. There's the, there's the uh, ability for us to do individual chat conversations. So you can communicate directly with another person in the in the church, or create a group conversation. So it's uh, once you once you get set up on your profile, you'll see that it's uh, it's pretty functional and it's and it works really well for us. One thing that they are in developing their develop their in development on is an app, uh, which they're still working on. So right now it's web it's web based, which it, which is how you would interact with it on a computer with Facebook anyway. But they're working on a mobile app that would give us even tighter access and better notification systems and all that. So that's coming. And I've been communicating with them about that because that was something that I wanted to see for us. And and it is coming. It's just a matter of time. Yeah. And one of the things you can do is you can also uh, just set it up as like an, uh, yeah. like an icon on your home screen. Right? Yeah. So if you're on your web browser and you just click, I, I, I know it works this way on iPhone. I, I know you can do it on Android. I just forget the exact steps for it. But if you share it, you can create an icon specifically for your, your home screen. It looks just like an app and interacts a little bit differently um, than it would if you were just to go to it from your browser. It gives it a little bit more of an app feel. It cuts off your 
URL bar and the little footer at the bottom, so it looks like an app. So that's another that's another thing that we can do in the, for the time being to um, to have it more isolated, like we would with an app. Good, thank you, Jordan. Welcome. Now that's again that's something brand new, and we're going to just work with this. Uh, I know that that this is not. A, it's like well, some of you might say, well, the last thing I need is another app or another thing, and I, I get that. But on the other hand, we don't. I. I Regardless of how you feel about the former president, regardless, for social media companies to completely wipe the former president's ability to communicate on social media out overnight should scare all of us. Not scare you, but it should sober us. Yeah. It should sober us. Um, and and I, I just, I think we just need to be, we just need to be wise because we do not know what's coming around the corner. And God has given me, I believe, some very explicit instructions. We need to do a lot of things to prepare and to, and to, to, to connect in and, and, and unique ways. And uh, this has been something on my heart for a long time. It has nothing to do with even what happened to the, the former president. It just, that just happened to be a good example of it. But this has been on my heart for a long time that we need to have a safe place where we can go where, it's not, where we're not being spied on. Yeah. Right? I mean, I, I just I, I think it's important that we do that. So that's that's we're going we're going to just begin experimenting with this. This is all beta. This is all new. So we're going to see how this works out. And I don't think I've posted anything in that choir group yet. But like I liked it. I like to comment. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan said hi, Tim. Hi, Jordan. Click. Uh, <laughs> but but we're we're gonna we're just we're gonna begin working on this and seeing how we can create this for us to work together. Again, we're not wiping out Facebook. We're not quitting YouTube. We're not quitting all Twitter. We're not quitting all that kind of stuff. We're still going to use that until or unless they kick us off. But in the meantime, I want us to have a safe place that is where the content is not owned by a large corporation. Okay? Does that make sense? Yeah. So uh, that, that's important to me. That's just important to me as a pastor. All right, as, as we get ready to go, please leave this on your table. Engage with Pastor Tim. I mean, engage with the vision leave that on the table because I'd like to, I'm going to be collecting these and the guys will hear in a minute. If you're also, if you're able to leave an offering, I know that the, uh, you paid to, to come to this, but you're able to leave an offering to help us with uh, just, just continued expenses overall for every bit of this. This will be much, much appreciated. And I'm going to give you guys time just to, to hang and enjoy one another uh, and, 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 and just have a good time the rest of the night. I love y'all so much. I'm glad I got to spend this evening with you. Continue to pray for Rebecca to get better. I just, I, I miss her. I hate it that she's not here. But uh, she's always in a, she's my cheerleader. And so I kind of look over to her to, to cheer me up and like, she's not there. But, uh, but you guys have done it. You guys have helped me out tonight. All right. Well, I love you guys and hope you have a fantastic evening. God's, God's taking us now into the season where it's time to build. Yes. It's time to build. We have a foundation we're building on now. And, the, and it's like the, the past is in the past. We are a forward-looking church. We're going to look forward, and we're going to, we're going to build. And the net, the, it's important. Discipleship and small groups, all of that is critical for this next place that we're going, as well as everything that's going to be coming out through City Life University. Well, have, have yourself a great time the rest of this evening and week. I look forward to seeing you all in church next Sunday. <laughs> And Sunday next Sunday night's prayer, if you can join us there as well. God bless. Have a good night. And uh, be nice to each other, okay? Have you discovered your street of influence? Whether it be family, government, business, arts and entertainment, faith, 
health and vitality, or education, head over to culturalstreets.com and discover your street today.